Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, one and all. This is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Mechanical Asphalt Magically Average. Today, we are reviewing Spring 2022 anime. It has been a heck of a ride, my friend. We've had a bunch of way up there's, and we've had a shit ton of down there's, and woo you are not doing okay right now, are you? I swear to God, I thought you were going to say mechanical asshole. (laughs) So (laughs) I I, I was trying to hold it in as best as possible. I was like, oh, he said asphalt, which I mean, confusing enough as is. But oh, boy, that that got me so much better. I I passed. I missed an opportunity there. You did. The concept of a mechanical asshole is, is really funny and yet disturbing to imagine. So. I feel like that would almost just be a pocket pussy, but we're getting really off track. Oh, my God. Anywho. Yeah. Um, so I just realized we had our script of what we were going to cover, but there's something I want to cover beforehand. Uh, we were going to cover all the shows that we were watching, what's still continuing because they've got either one episode or three because, you know, it started midway through the season because thanks Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Um, but there's something that I forgot that we didn't talk about or we didn't have on our list. And that is the shows that we dropped throughout the season. Oh yeah. I thought you were going to mention something else. What what did you think I was going to mention? Uh, the void in which summertime rendering is currently floating endlessly in, because I, Disney like, Plus between is that, yeah between that and the hard book or the hardcover of the mangas <laughs> being delayed delayed to oblivion. <laughs> who knows when they're coming out? Like the, the softback covers, they came out and it's like cool, that's great and all, but like you're gonna tease me with a hardcover and just be oh, like, yeah. no, that's fucking rude. Screw you. Fuck you, Disney Plus. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I want to cover real quick the shows that we dropped. And I actually have a question. The first show that I dropped right off the bat, uh, Fanfare of Adolescence. 
Did Val ever end up watching that? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think when I described it to her, and I don't know if she ever watched the trailer or not, but it wasn't, in her words, it was not boy love enough to get her to watch it week to week, which I was like, okay. fair enough. So That's fair. Did you ever, did you, uh, granted, this is something we'll cover later, but did you ever yeah. propose to her the show of uh, Birdie Wing in it being girl love? She's not into that. She's not into the girl. It's got to be boy love. Look, I, I, hmm. I don't try to get inside the, my fiance's brain. I don't want to. It's, it's sticky and gross in there. Like I, I just leave it be. If she's like, it's not enough boy love or, it needs to be more overt boy love. I go, you got it, sweetie. Have fun scouring Crunchyroll for your shows. But I will say the one show I did get her to watch that she's actually enjoying uh, is Kaijo. So that's you know a step in the opposite direction, which is just that's, women that's girl love, women fighting with their butts and boobs. Yeah. So I mean, she she is she expanding. Might, she might enjoy Birdie Wing. She might yeah. enjoy Birdie Wing if she likes Kaijo because it's a very similar vein, but less fan service in uh, Birdie Wing. But we'll yeah. get to that later. Um, the other show, the second show that I dropped of the season, which you didn't watch because you never watched season one, which was Shield Heroes season two. I actually, we haven't even gotten an update from um, Stead in our server. We haven't gotten an update from him in a while on how, really a couple of weeks at least, for how yeah. the season is shaping up. But it started out as a huge fucking stinker. And I mean, looking at Mal right now, the fans agree. It's a 6.64 currently. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's... That's that's real fucking bad. Yeah. Well, because what, what did the first season have? I would guess like high uh, sevens, low eights. Because it, it had you know a huge I'm amount just, of. I'm on it. it it's had a huge uh, yeah amount. no season season one eight point oh two yeah that's what I, I would have thought. Seven. That's what I would have thought just because there was a lot of hype around it at least after it had come out and then up and through when they were announcing season two and it being released there was a lot of people super excited about it but yeah we from what I remember the you dropped it after three episodes and it was just not good like plainly yep. not good but our yeah our our friend stead in the baka and co server in the discord channel go follow us at discord or whatever twitter you whatever you do the there. plugs yay yeah um he was walking us through sort of what was happening because he had read through the light novels and i was shocked when like i two episodes to get through one or two or three episodes no, to get through one no it was it, i thought the, the one part that I thought was, like, outrageous, and I couldn't believe, I thought he had said that in two episodes they had they had gone through a book and a half of the That's light novels or something along those lines. Like, they had they had just rushed through a huge chunk of the show. Because he said, like, there was, like, flash forward, like, a lot of flash forward, a lot of, like, montage events of things happening in preparation. And he was like, That's a huge like bit of the story that takes place and you know, they effectively went through <laughs> a book and a half in two episodes. And yeah. I was like, whoa, but he had, he had mentioned like by episode six or seven that it was getting better because it was going into a different arc. Again, I, I am clueless with this. I don't know anything about the source material and I didn't watch the first season, but yeah, it's, it's been radio silence since. So I guess we'll base our opinion yeah, and feedback off of the other fans and say it's probably a turd. At six point whatever. 
6.6. Yeah, yeah, that's it's generally speaking like the average show probably will get in somewhere in the mid sevens. Like if it's a decent show, it'll be in the sevens. If it's a good show, it'll be in the eights. And if it's superb, which there are a couple of those, it'll be the high eights, low nines. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was another show that I, you know, I wanted to like, I didn't really necessarily like season one frustrated the ever living shit out of me. You can go listen to our previous episodes about me talking and venting about that. But yeah, this show, this season essentially killed me ever watching that show ever again. So it's unfortunate, but you know what? I'm not too bent out of shape about it because there are so many good quality shows out there. Um, and the other last show that both of us dropped that we thought was going to be great and, like, it's got good reviews, which is, you know, to each their own, but Aharansan, like... The comedy got real fucking old. It wasn't like they they're trying to appeal to a younger audience, which by all means, that's fine. I've seen it done very well. Um, if you haven't seen the movie Mitchell's versus uh, the Mitchell's versus the machines on Netflix, absolutely 100 percent aimed towards a younger audience. Phenomenal movie. That is a like 10 out of 10 movie. That movie is great. This just did not do it. This wasn't it. It was just not necessarily the same bit, but the characters they introduced were already characters we'd seen in other shows that were done better. Mm-hmm. And the characters in these shows, while the art was pretty, like, not, gen- it wasn't, gen- sorry, the art is actually pretty unique, like the character designs, just because, like, the the way they do their eyes, I feel like not a majority of anime do eyes like that, which kind of makes it set out, like, stand out from other shows. So to me, I was really excited about this, and I know you were too. And this yeah. just, this just wasn't great. It wasn't really funny. It, like I found myself literally falling asleep at nights while trying to watch this show. I think this is going to be one of those shows where I'll go back and watch it in a time like a, a lull period when I have the time to do so, which I, does not seem to be the case for the foreseeable future. But no, I mean. I, I'm in full agreement with you. Like I was hopeful that you'd see some development because when they, when the show started, it was like, okay, kid going in, uh, wanting to make strides, make friends. He's, you know, comes off as intimidating because of his height. He's like, he's trying to do everything he can to make friends. And then he comes face to face with this very tiny girl who is quirky, but has a problem where she can't talk that loud. So she has to invade personal space. And I'm like, okay, interesting dynamic. Like it's nothing, you know, too crazy or out there, like innovative. It's just, you know, it's, it's funny, but they didn't build in any purpose behind the characters beyond that. And it was just gag after gag after like joke after joke. And it just started to run dry. And it was like, you're just watching it for like the humor. You're not watching it because there's any sort of progression either with the, the story or the characters, it kind of just... And the side characters they introduced weren't well, even that great either. And there's, like, there's only, in from memory, it's, like, two. Well, the three. There's the main dude's sister that shows up every now and again. There's uh, Aharan's quote-unquote rival, who's, like, this younger girl that they meet up with this crew in the park because, like, one of the boys calls her king, and then the girl who likes said boy is like, you're my rival. 
And I'm like, this is also weird because they're like elementary kids, but whatever. Um, and then her friend in high school, who's like her protector, who like always feels like the the dude's gonna <laughs> like yeah. be mean and and like aggressive since he's so tall, but she's even taller than him. Like it it had interesting characters. Like like to your point, the designs were really cool. Like I thought they were unique. I thought the characters themselves like had potential to build out pretty cool personalities and like you could try to see like some of the dynamics being created episode to episode but they just instead of building into that they just went with oh here's our next funny shtick lol yep lol he he has yep. to put he has to put eye drops in her and they miss all the time and she she cuz she's scared of eye drops lol and then she does it to him and and it's funny to look at haha like i'm like okay you can only do that a certain amount of times when it's just like, oh boy, I'm just, you're yeah, just getting it, bored. It, it felt it felt forced and it just was unfortunate. But you know what? It is what it is. Um, let's just straight on. Let's move ahead with what we did actually watch. Funny enough, there are still of the shows that we have watched. There's one, two. Three shows that we are both watching that are still going, whether they just have one or multiple episodes. And then I'm watching one show that still has one episode left, which I think it comes out either. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. And I'll, I'll start it off with that. And that is uh, Birdie Wing. We touched upon it a little bit, just talking about, you know, if, if Val might be interested in it. It's a bit of a girl love, not a bit of a girl love show. It is a girl love show. Without really fan servicey aspects to it, there is one character, I think her name was uh, Viper, which she is like a side character that popped in as like a golf rival slash somebody that hired her for one of the mafia battles, which, God, this show, the show went all over the place. Um, So, I mean, just generally speaking, I don't see the show diverging with the past few episodes from what it's been doing. So... I feel like I can give it a good assessment um, right now and just say that this is a solid just 7 out of 10 show just because it's one of those shows that, like Akaboshi Bisco, um, no, Sabakui Bisco, sorry, Akaboshi Bisco, that's his actual name. How do I actually remember his name? What the that fuck? That was surprising. I'm terrible with names. Yeah, you wow. pulled that out oh, of crap. your mechanical asshole. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I did, just like you. Oof. Although I didn't pull it out of you. But anywho, that's another joke. Um, No, like, it was one of those over-the-top shows that, like, you didn't think it could get any freaking weirder, and then it just did. And then the last few episodes have actually been kind of tame, in which it's, like, her new life and her trying to start a golf career at, like, this school and people being intimidated by her, but they all think she's beautiful because she's this foreign blonde girl. So it's just one of those things, like... It was a, it's a, it's a fun show. Do not by any means of the word serious, take it seriously because it does not need to be taken seriously. This is the prime example of like anime ass anime. Turn your brain off and enjoy what the fuck the pretty colors that are in front of you. Enjoy the special moves. Enjoy the fucking ridiculousness. That is a mafia arc. Just, it's a ridiculous show. I enjoyed it. If you like sports anime, Give it a try. Or if you like sports anime and anime ass anime like Gurren Lagan or Kill the Kill that are just over the freaking top, give it a try. Give it a couple episodes because it does start from episode one as just batshit crazy. 
So, like, literally within the first two minutes, you get this girl who just takes off of, like, playing golf at the pro level, and then she, like, goes into the clubhouse and takes off a fucking face mask, and just, you're, she's literally pretending to be somebody who had a fucking injury. It, it's just a fucking bizarre-ass show. Just go watch it. But, um, that's got one episode left. I'll be watching that. I'll be finishing the show. This is definitely a 7 out of 10. Uh, but yeah, tell us a little bit about Skeleton uh, Night. It ended as best as it could. Um, yeah, I will say it was not anything too surprising when it concluded. It definitely left open a lot of potential for like future arcs and stuff, and I, I think there is source material for it, so I'm, my guess is that there will be future seasons. But it was good. I mean, for an isekai, it it was it was fun. It wasn't anything too again like not nothing too innovative, nothing too like outstanding to the level of like a Mashoko Tensei or anything like that. It was just a fun, fun anime. I, the one major critique I have is that the cities are so boring. Like for an isekai, I feel like that's a part that I appreciate a lot in shows that like take the time to build out the worlds and set up like where your like quote unquote like home base is like rivaling rival rivaling Jesus Pete's I can't speak cities or you countries right there, or whatever no I'm not <laughs> it's it's <laughs> been a day uh but like that's like a huge piece of isekais in my opinion and I feel like they just didn't do a lot with it not to mention the fact that <laughs> when they showed shots of like the city like like an overshot or like they were like this is we're talking about this city <laughs> it was like the most plain copy paste looking villages towers castles you could find and i'm like man there's like no life to this but they i, I will say the show didn't focus a lot on like city life it wouldn't focus on like it was basically just like checkpoint checkpoint most of the time it, the episodes took place during their travels like when they were in the woods or like going across the desert or whatever which i found that to be pretty enjoyable but you know it was fun i i the main character is hilarious i th uh, arc the skeleton knight he's he's very very funny um i thought all the characters you're introduced to are interesting i mean there's really only a handful that are re repeat characters throughout the season but they all are good. Uh, Lady Aran, Arian, I think, is the dark elf that he travels with. He's got a little spirit animal that it's with him. He's got the furry-eared ninja that he freaks out about in, in a couple episodes, which is hilarious. But, yeah, again, it it's... For an isekai, it's... Eh. But for an overall show, factoring in comedy and, you know, just the enjoyment level, like, it was good. Like, I'd give it a seven maybe like a 6.8 you know i wouldn't probably go watch it again but it was fun it 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 satiated my hunger for isekais through uh and got me into the summer season which uh rub hands together we've got a lot of them baby so yeah no um yeah, I just, Isekai, it takes a special one. And I'll, you know what? I'll just hop into the Isekai that I watched this uh, this season, which is your boy Kong Ming. It's a weird, different type of Isekai in which it's not like, oh, I'm going to another world and I'm overpowered. It's, 
hey, I'm an ancient Chinese strategist and I just want to live in a land that's peaceful. And he gets transported to current day Japan and becomes a strategist for a girl, up and coming idol girl, not even necessarily idol, but like singer who wants to make it. And when I say that we shit upon this show in our preview, we took like the biggest dookie on this show we could have possibly. We wrote this off faster than fucking the founding fathers on the goddamn constitution. Yeah. I don't know. This this show blew away any expectations I had and any preconceived like notions of just like this is going to be shit. This show was an absolute delight start to finish. Like I cannot this when I say like Birdie Wing was an anime ass anime, this is also an anime ass anime in the sense of just like it's so ridiculous that it can only work in this medium. If any other medium tried to do it, whether it be movies, TV, like live action TV, it just wouldn't work. But the fact that this is like a cartoon, this it, it just works and it fires on all cylinders. The couple complaints I have with it is that at the end, they like they had an overall strategy to get to the 100,000 like project to get to the end of that goal. However, they like it was kind of muddled. It was in the background and it was actually a rather good thing that it was in the background, but it was still one of those things that it was just like, man, I kind of wish I could see it play out more. They did like a recap episode of just like, this is how I like I thought it all out because like at the very end of it, they do have like, this is how I thought it all planned out, but like it was just a very brief and it was just like, dang. And the other one kind of, um, critique that i'll give it and i know our buddy tim had the same critique for about five episodes they had the same fucking song that they sang and it was at multiple times during like a single episode it's just like okay you've you've introduced like five songs within the first few episodes and then in five episodes, you're going to use one of those songs. It's like, give us a little, just you, reuse another song, please, by all means. Just reuse another song so that way we don't get fucking, we hate, we don't hate this one song. And then the last few episodes, you know, they did give you a couple of different songs. So it was, it was good. Um, so I really, really like cannot highly recommend, like if you like music, cannot highly recommend the show more because of just how ridiculous it is, but how ridiculously good it also is. Like the animation isn't like, Oh my God, mind blowing next level, but the characters themselves are well drawn and the chibi versions of them and the comedy that they use the chibi versions of them. Fucking adorable and hilarious. I highly suggest watching your boy Kongming. And the last show that I watched by myself, and I'll just run through this one real fucking quick because there's not really much I really need to say about it. Uh, Heroines run the show. It was a good slice of life idol music show. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is amazing plot twist after plot twist. It's like you could see where it was going. You could see who was behind what. You knew who started the drama and everything else. But like, it was still done well enough. And the music itself for like idols i guess uh it wasn't bad so uh, just in general i started watching this because it was like an existential crisis like i wanted to be a manager of a band or a manager of music like some sort of like in the music industry so like 
that was the into like go to as to why I started it. And I just ended it because it was like a decent slice of life. Like this is a solid another seven out of ten show, seven point five. I would probably put your boy Kong Ming at like a nine. Eight eight and a half to a nine. Like that show blew away any and all expectations. But everyone's run the show, decent slice of life, decent I like idle anime. I don't really watch idle anime, so this was like out of my norm, but it is a solid seven, seven point five, in my opinion. But um yeah, those those were the shows that we all watched individually. The last few shows that we have on our list, which is Shikamori, Tomodachi Game, Onipan Komi, Daimon, Kaguya-sama Season 3, and Spy Family Core 1. Of those, three of them are still going, with Shikamori having three episodes, Komi, I think, having three more episodes, and then Onipan having one more. So just kind of jumping into Shikamori, like... Both of us enjoyed the first episode, and then it was just like, okay, kind of get into it, and now it's getting into it, and I'm enjoying the character dynamics. There's no real, like, the plot to it isn't like, oh my god, I need to write home about this show. This show is absolutely amazing, but the, it was, I'm, I'm enjoying it the more it's going on. Yeah. And I, I like right now, if I had to score it, it would probably be a seven, but I know that we still have three episodes and not knowing what happens next. It's like, I can't fairly give it like a definitive seven, but as of where we're at right now, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I really like the three solid side characters in their friend group. All three of them are, well, two of them are pretty samey. The boy and the athletic girl, they're kind of samey and they butt heads and their, their relationship is hilarious. And then you have the third, like, friend who's, like, this aloof, short girl who's got a sharp tongue about her. Fucking hilarious. Like, if you can do three side characters very well, as well as do two main characters and provide the side, like, the plot to them, you're going to have a good show. Uh, I forgot that they have four side yeah, characters. Yeah, I was going to say there's they have, four. They, they introduce, yeah, they introduced the fourth one in the past couple episodes. And, like, Kamiya, they, I think her name is. Yeah, they did a very good job in the later half of this season than they did in the very beginning of the season. I, I'm really interested to see how it ends. And yeah. I, I want to get your opinions on if you have anything else to say about it. Yeah, I'll just say the one thing is I, I think there was like a misdirection in in the first sort of half of the episodes that we were shown because it was set up like boy is super clumsy and has to face death about 50 times a day and girl is badass superhero and who is always at the ready to save him. And that was sort of the premise that we were give like sort of fed at the beginning. It's drastically shifted to now. It's just like, there's this really badass chick and she makes everyone around her better. And it's, it, it's about her more than it is about Izumi. Who's her boyfriend. Um, and like their dynamic, like they they've sort of now in the, at least in these last few episodes, their relationship has taken sort of a backseat, and it's the they're diving deeper into like how the friend group plus the new character that we were introduced to a couple episodes ago too, how they're all impacted by Shikamori, like what her personality and, and like her the characteristics that she brings out of them, like what that does to them and how they've than impacted by her and i like that like i think that's interesting again it's a slice of life and it's not anything too crazy new over the top but it's enjoyable to see because it 
I like the char- the slice of lives that focus more on characters because that's as a slice of life, your bread and butter are the characters that you build. So the fact that they're spending so much time on these characters and, and making it meaningful is I'm like, okay, no, this is like, this is really interesting. The question, and basically what you pose too, is how are they going to wrap it up in these next two to three episodes that, that will really tie in everything that they've been setting up so far? Like, is there going to be some sort of friend group struggle? Is there going to be like this new character that they might throw in that could disrupt the, the the dichotomy of the friend group like what there's a lot that can happen but the question is just how are they going to finish it up if it's going to be like everything's happy go lucky and we just went to the mall a couple more times and then yay friends like that's it's going to feel a little bad so i'm hopeful that they'll they'll do something to really you know wrap it up nicely put a nice bow on top and get everyone ready for the second season because I, I would have to assume there's going to be at least one more based on the amount of source material out. So Yeah, I, well, I don't know how many are, or how many volumes of manga are out in Japan. I think there are nine or ten in the States, so they've probably got another half season worth of stuff to work with. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I I agree with everything you said. I think I don't think we're going to get anything mind blowing in the second or the last quarter of this season. I think it'll be a little bit more of the same, maybe not necessarily introducing another side character, but introducing her more into the group to see how she meshes well with the other three side characters. That would be my guess as to maybe where it goes and just seeing if she stays with that group or not, because her feelings for the main character are, that strong or not, or if she finds another person, who knows? Yeah, I, it's one of those things that it's just. I'm excited to see what it what happens because this second half of it has already so far been exponentially better than the first half. Absolutely agree. So yeah, so yeah, but um, something that was exponentially god awful compared to everything we watched this season, Tomodachi game. Yeah, this was one exceptional People? turd. <laughs> this was so here's my gripe every like everybody who's listening or will listen to this episode they're gonna be like frank if you hated the show why'd you watch it this is one of those shows that is an absolute dog fucking fire dog turd fire sorry i don't want to light any dogs on fire that would be mean to the dog cheesy this is one of those just yeah i know this is one of those absolute turds of a show that even turning your brain off it hurts it was such a train fire that it was like a train wreck that you couldn't look away from that you legitimately you're like, how can this get worse? I want to see how bad this one singular show can get. And let me tell you, it got horrible. Yeah. Absolute atrociously bad. But here's the thing. How the fuck are the reviews so good for it? Be, I, I don't understand this. I, I, I made, really don't. I made this comment earlier, and I th- I think, and this is not an insult to this fan group at all, okay? D- please do not take it this way. I had a feeling 
after seeing the main character and his mannerisms and his personality that I'm like, okay, this show is going to be geared towards fans of Death Note because it's that main character, the, the crazy, sadistic, maniacal, but super intelligent main character that like you love to hate and you like you don't want to but he's just so damn cool that you just you're like you can't you can't escape those feelings you just he just makes my heart go a flutter like that's the reason why and and it's again it's a show that plays into this whole we're smarter than you and we're gonna like make you feel dumb but then we'll dumb it down for you and explain it just so that you get it so you like you watch it and you're like tr- you're like trying to figure things out and trying to like put the pieces together but as you watch it you realize uh, i mean if you have a brain that they don't even know the writers the like the show itself like they don't even know what's happening cuz the the yeah. the resolutions to the, all these games are like so convoluted and so fucking batshit crazy that you're like no sane person could ever formulate an ending to this in the manner that you just did. Like there's, there's no person alive that would go, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, here's, here's, here's something to chew on. Okay. Here's something to chew on. Currently 68,000 reviewers, 7.68 on my anime list. I listen, the I top, the top four reviews. You want to know what the scores are for these top four reviews? Are they all like a two, a two, a ten, a two, and a four? If these are the top reviews, how is it a fucking seven? I don't know. This show is dog shit. This show is just like, aha, you reveal my trap card. Haha, but I have a trap card for your trap card. Aha, I thought you would have a trap card for my trap card, so I have a trap card for your trap card that has for my trap card. It's like Motherfucker, fuck your trap card. Fuck your fucking show. The show sucks. I was trying but to come up. It was such a train. It was such a train wreck <laughs> that you couldn't look away from, and that's the reason why I finished it. And, and like by, I think by episode when they started the like hide and seek arc. Yeah, that's when the train fire kind of ended. But it was at that point that like sunk cost fallacy came into play, where I was just like, I'm already this far. Yeah, and this comes out on a Monday or Tuesday. There's nothing else to watch. Sure, I'll fucking watch this. This show, I don't understand. If you are listening to this, if you have half a brain, avoid this fucking show. Don't watch it. Watch maybe the first half just to see how big of a train fire it is, and then just don't watch the hide and seek arc and onward because it is literal garbage. It's it is so terrible. I, I was trying to come up with a good way of, of describing the show. Basically, imagine if a team of writers were all put into different rooms and they were told, here is the part of the story you're going to write about. And they all, the, each of them had only one game to write about. And then there was a, a fourth team to wrap up, do the only the final episode, okay? And their yeah. their prompts were just, figure it out. And then they came together, no proofreading, no editing, smushed it all into a show, and then pushed it out to the animators. That's what you got with this. There was... It, it felt so chaotic in a not the good way. Like, 
maddening, like maddening the amount of like inconsistency, incongruity. Like it just felt gross and not well put together. But to your point, it was like, this thing is a disgusting amalgamation of all these different ideas into one show, but I have to watch it just to see how it plays out because there's no way I can let this go. Like I, I have to watch it. There are two real quick analogies that I would give to this show. One, if you like the last season of Dexter, specifically how Dexter ended, you'll probably love this show because Dexter is the absolute worst fucking ending to a show I've ever seen. And the last season of Dexter is an absolute train wreck. So if you enjoy something like that, by all means, go watch this. But it's also one in the train wreck aspect. It's one of those things like, and this is so very much a guy thing. And I, I actually, I experienced it this weekend. Went to a brewery. I had probably the worst craft beer I had ever had in my entire life. Just downright disgusting. It tasted just terrible. It was so bad that it was one of those things that you say to your friend, hey, try this. It's so bad. And they try it. They're like, yeah, this is so bad. Dude, you need to try this. This is so bad. And they try. It's one of those things like it is just that bad. It's one of those things that it's just a train wreck that you just have to see it to believe how big of a fucking train wreck it is. But please don't go watch this yeah. show. This show is shit. So let's move on. Let's move on to something better. We have two more shows that are still ongoing. Onipon with one episode. And there's really not all too, too much to say except for fucking Wit doesn't miss. Wit took a show that is like 14-minute episodes of just weird child comedy throwing in adult comedy at the same time and calling it a day and just adding amazing visuals to it for these 14-minute episodes. It was like, why? Why? I, you know what? I don't even fucking care. The show is a delight. This is a great fucking 8 out of 10 show yep. that it's just like if you just need to just like have a stupid laugh or just like breaking the fourth wall or just circumstantial just just fucking events it's a good fucking watch it's only 14 minutes an episode it's it's just a delight it's a delight and the two endings that they have for the show are bops yeah like there's these are probably the best two songs for a TV show outside of Spy, Spy Family's intro and the exit. This, in, the Spy Family intro exit song or ending song are, oh my god. Yeah, they're fucking, you, you all already know. Yeah. If you haven't already listened to them, go listen to them. But Onipon songs, they're just bops. They're not very, like, there's no substance to them at all. It's literally repeating the same words over and over again. But it works because it's got a catchy fucking beat. I will say this this most recent episode is they're trying out to be idols and they sing the first ending song and they have the translation so you could actually know what they're saying. And basically the the lyrics just translate to we're Oni and we're here to make friends. Hello, uh, I'm an Oni and we're friends. You're a human and we're friends. We're all friends. And I'm like, this is adorable. I love this even more now. Yeah, I actually just realized I haven't finished watching the newest episode. I started <sighs> it at lunch and then I threw on Games Done Quick because my Traitor. fiance and I love watching Games Done Quick. That's fair. 
I forgot. I'm sorry. It's okay. It, I have like literally seven minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Just F, spoiler alert. They sing the first ending. That's fantastic. I fuck the show's a delight. There's there's nothing much else to say about it. There's one more episode. It's on High Dive. If you don't have High Dive, you're gonna need High Dive because next season is full of fucking high shows yeah. that are gonna be on High Dive that you're gonna want to watch. So. While you're in between watching those shows, go watch Onipon. Onipon is an absolute joy and a half. Just, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, moving right along to the last show that is still ongoing, um, Comey Can't Communicate. I think we are nine episodes in? Nine yes, or ten? I believe we're nine. I think we have three episodes remaining. Yeah. And if you like season one, you're probably going to like season two. And season two is an absolute joy. They've gotten into some more plottier things in the second half of what we've seen and even then it's been very light on what they it's been very subtle and you'll see it progress more and more in season three which i thought season three was what the second half of season two was gonna be so i'm kind of just like man i fucking set myself up for disappointment because when they get to the next like class year next year of school that's where shit takes off and that's where this show is really going to fucking shine because i feel like with season two it's okay it's good i would probably give it a 7.5 currently because i feel like the animation has kind of taken a dip like drastically compared to season one and just like the only thing that's keeping me around is I love the characters and the comedy is great, but like the animation has really just kind of gone down. I feel like everybody's working on different projects that are coming out, such as Spy Family, such as Kaguya-sama, or that happened this season. Also, you have fucking Chainsaw Man coming out. You have My Hero coming out. You have Bleach coming out. You have so many fucking shows coming out that people are like, you know what? We did season one beautifully. Somebody else can handle season two. We're moving on to this. Yeah. So well, it's just, it's, still it's done a little by, disappointing in that regard. It's still done by OLM though. Right. So I think it's yeah. still the same studio. But, like, but I, a majority of artists, I feel like are contracted in that industry. Yeah, probably. But I, kind of to your point though. Um, and I think technically they consider this not a separate season, but this is second core of season one, at least to, for Netflix purposes, because like the first season or part of first core of season one was december and then we like immediately in spring got second core so that already is a quick turnaround and i feel like to to what you were sort of alluding to is that they they've sort of rushed bits and pieces of it i think not not in terms of like story or like anything there like they haven't skipped anything in the source material yeah like that's all there still it's more just the animation which i can look past i will say that the most recent episode i had to rewind one part because i could not believe this past qc and it's comey and the two friends that she's with on the school trip when they're walking through the park they like are passing through a crowd and they all kind of appear in frame one of their friends don't know when this happened apparently just went fucking fish-eyed and her eyeballs are like on the side of her head looking in opposite directions. And I'm like, I don't, I might have, hang on, we need to rewind this. And I was like, nope, saw that correct. 
Um, so yeah, so like to your point, there is some straight up up pulled a seven deadly sins, right? Yeah, it was really weird. It was really weird. But I I, I think it was, I think I'm going to chalk that up to like, it's just been, things have been kind of rushed because of the second core coming out so shortly after the first one. And, and I will say too, with, with not a lot of like immediate knowledge like we knew before spy family dropped this season that there was going to be a second core in october i don't think we knew comey was going to get its second core in spring until like almost the end of the first core in winter so it was it was when winter ended it was just like hey second second season coming out yeah next season yeah oh okay it was pretty quick so i i can sense that there's been some rush but i the show itself at least this core i i have been enjoying a lot i I think i've laughed more at this in these episodes than i did the first ones and i think it was to a point that i had made mention before or right at the beginning of this core which was that they're going to be spending more time on the existing characters and building them out more and i think that's the one piece that i've enjoyed the most is that they have introduced a few here and there, but the ones that have been around since the first core, they've started to build more personality to you're starting to see them interacting more and more with the larger friend group of Comey. And you're getting more of Comey and Tadano's friendship and the building of their relationship in this core too. So I think that piece is what I'm really enjoying. And then again, to what you're hinting at this, whenever the next season comes out, there's going to be a giant monkey wrench thrown in there with a couple of characters, which is going to cause a lot of chaos. And that is going to be the big juicy bits of Comey uh, that we're, I, I mean, currently in the process of reading in the source material, but it's going to be fantastic as, to see in an anime. So I, I would give it an eight so far, but that animation though could easily drop it down if it keeps up for these last few episodes. Yeah, I mean, I pointed I mean, not to beat a dead horse here, but the fucking ice skating portion I pointed you, it out I, to you. And you're like, come on, look past it. I was that like, that one's not that can't. bad, Lude, You okay? Can't. That part it d- pales in comparison to fucking fish eyes. Like That's that true. that is true. not it's acceptable. True. That's true, but it's it's fucking it's lazy, is what yeah. it is. It is what it is. They cut they cut the corners. They got caught. It is what it is. It's the same thing with fucking My Hero Academia season five with the fucking yes, yes, yes. We'll get stupid on stupid ass. Fucking yes, we all know the up. jump. We all We're know the jump fucking, scene. Yeah, this is so dumb. Anywho, right, moving tell along. Me about, tell me, tell tell me and the audience why the fuck they should care about Daimon. What? <sighs> what a joy! I. <sighs> It is probably the most tame out of all of the shows this season. Like, easily. It is the, like, most wholesome of Slice of Life. It takes place at a traditional sweet Japanese sweet shop. There's a whole host of characters that are all reoccurring, all fantastic. You love them all for different pieces of their characteristics and their personalities. And then there's this beautiful story of a son who leaves the family business to go off and be a musician only to come back and realize that they've basically adopted a girl who is now in line to take over the family business instead. It's developed walking through their relationship and how she's completely off put by him for, you know, abandoning 
his family and going off on his own because she has experienced that trauma firsthand when she was abandoned by her father there. Like you, there's so many emotions. You feel sadness, you feel happiness, you feel frustration. It's like everything you'd want in a slice of life. So perfectly done. And the unfortunate thing about it is that it doesn't get the amount of love that it so rightly deserves. Like I truthfully and honestly would give this a nine out of 10. Like this, especially with the way they wrapped everything up. Uh, this last episode alone, you finally get to see, like, the Itsuka, who's the, the the girl, finally accept Nogamu for, you know, as like a parental figure. Because for the longest time, she'd seen him as like this de- sort of delinquent kind of kid who just often ran this out. Is to, airhead. Yeah. Like, yeah, airhead, spacey, just someone that can't be trusted too because he just went off and did his own thing and tried to become a musician when he, you know, spent so many years at his family shop training to, uh, you know, one day take it over and just was like, nope, see you later, peace. So she had yep. to like battle with that from the very beginning of meeting him. And you saw different events take place that brought him like very, very, very small baby steps closer and closer together until this last episode where you see like, okay, now we can, we finally get like this one scene where you're like, you, you see it, you see the, the budding of their relationship. It's flowering somewhat, but it's not fully developed. They don't give you that whole like peace of mind, like, ah, happy ending. Everything's hunky dory. It's like, no, there's still a lot of questions out there. They are not, you know, buddy, buddy, at all still it's just they're they're finally kind of chipping away at the at the wall that's between them but you're yeah. seeing the growth and it's just uh i could gab about this for days and days it, it just please go watch it for for a slice of life it is one of the most well done unique and just downright like emotionally driven slice of lives that I think you, you would ever watch. Yeah. Um, the only things I would add to it is I would be remiss to say I'm a little disappointed that they didn't, they, you know who the dad is, but you don't ever see him meet anybody of the main cast or even the side cast. And I would be remiss to just say, I wish that he would met up with the main guy and just been like, hey, senpai, how are you? Like, oh, my God, yeah, we're taking care of this kid or whatever. And him just keep it a secret and just like, yeah, she's doing OK. I'm going to go and do my thing again. I I like I agree. Like in this last episode, you you get basically one of the last scenes is him sort of looking off in the distance and then just walking away. And but you don't really yeah. know where he is or anything. But. I would, I would argue and say just based on how everything else concluded that they wanted to avoid the 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 sense of it being like there, any sort of finality with the story. Like I don't think they wanted any part of what they've been introducing throughout the show to to feel like it's concluded that the, it, it finally had like closure to it. I think it. It wanted they wanted it left open because I mean they could easily go into another season. I think that's partly the yeah, reason why I, they're doing it. I'm pretty it. sure they have enough source material to go into another season. Yeah, but I think the other pit too is that like it, you would feel cheated because for the long like this it, for these twelve episodes, it's been tiny, tiny, minute 
like development between teasers. characters. Yeah, like not even teasers, just like they didn't give you like those big grandiose moments of like, whoa, like, oh my gosh, they've taken such a huge stride. Like even uh, Negamu and his the two, his ex-girlfriend and the young girl that works at the shop, like there's still a lot of tension there, like with the two of them liking him and, and trying to grapple with their feelings. And then obviously knowing that they both have feelings for him. There's still that. There's still his father trying to get beat past his frustration and his anger at him for leaving and realizing he still has the passion and drive to, to one day take this over and the knowledge too, to take it over. Like there are so many elements to the different character uh, synergies, like the relationships that have been built and there's limitless growth left. And they just, they didn't close anything off. So you're like, you're left with this sense of like, I feel like I should be happy because there's been some development, but I don't feel satisfied because I don't have that closure yet. Right. Like everything is still left open. There's it's, it's, it's not done. I, it's one of those things that you just hope you hope like hell that it gets a season two because nothing has been announced for it. Everything's been left open. It's been a delight front to back. I would give this an eight myself. I wouldn't give it as much of a, a nine. Like I, I enjoyed it. Not maybe as much as you did, but I really did enjoy this show. And it, it, you're right. Not a lot of people watch this, like compared to just everything on this list on my anime list. Like it's got 62,000 viewers. It's super low down there. Like you, it's one of those things that not a lot of people watched it. And it's a shame because it is very good. It is a very good slice of life. There's low drama, low stakes. It's just very feel good. And you learn a little bit about traditional Japanese sweets. Yeah. So I, I'd agree. It, it is a delightful show. I do look forward to whenever, hopefully cross my fingers that we get a season two, but um, to move this train right along how how spicy do you want to get? Do you want to go into Spy Family or Kaguya right now? Um, let's do Kaguya. Interesting. I definitely thought you would want to go to Spy Family. Well, you'll see why in a second. Okay. 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 Holy fucking shit. Yep. Like, holy fucking shit. This is this is how you do a romantic fucking comedy this is how you do a slice of life this is how you do a tv show well my god this show like season one was good not great season one starts out very fucking slow season two is absolutely phenomenal it is from start to finish a gut-wrenching belly laugh Season three, there may have been one lull of an episode, but that was it. And I mean, even then, it was so minor that I don't even fucking care. Yeah. That, I, because this this show is one of those, like, you introduce a concept, how the fuck do you write it into, like, an actual plot? Mm-hmm. And they did it. They fucking did it. The writers did 
a phenomenal job with this show. They they managed to write a great comedy, have a great premise, and then make us feel something. They made us feel something about these characters yeah. in an emotional way. Like, the show is very emotional in some points where it's just like, fuck, I am really in my feels right now. And then they end it on the like on a double episode and it is just the perfect double episode it wraps up and gives you comedy all in one for everything like the whole arc with ishigami and subame where ishigami doesn't realize that he's confessed his love to subame and her saying will you wait for me my answer is just next level fucking oblivious comedy absolutely hilarious and then to just jump right into fucking kagua and um fuck what's her maid's name i can't remember off the top of my head hayasaka this is hayasaka having this whole plan of how they're going to confess to the or how kagua is going to confess to the president just go to fucking shit and then the plan of the president just first off thank you for the fucking persona five references in there absolute delight loved every bit of it because like while they like explain it otherwise of like arsene being like the something character of the greek, greek word for masculine or something yeah yeah like arsene is also the first persona you get in persona 5 and steal your heart is the fucking like caption for persona 5 of like when they send a calling card to the bad guys they're like we're gonna steal your heart that whole bit hilarious to me after like me playing persona five it's great just that whole fucking bit but like the arc of just kagua thinking i'm gonna confess i'm gonna do it this way hayasaka is gonna help me and then the president just throwing a fucking monkey wrench into everything and being like no this is how you're like i'm gonna set up the perfect way of you to confess to me and even then there was no confession technically speaking no however they know that they're in love. They know that they love each other for the fact that they're holding their hand, like hands at the end of the episode, but also the fact that that fucking kiss was perfect. Absolutely mind-blowingly perfect. Yeah. You could, you could like, hear across the world a like unanimous hurrah like and, and a simultaneous like just cheer when that scene occurred. But, but to even put like a pin in just how perfect that was... They also added the comedy aspect in multiple different spots while this whole thing was going on with Chica and the fucking interview crew going around spinning fucking wheels on this puzzle that just makes no sense. And then Hayasaka being by the bonfire and being like, hmm, you know what? Whoever's on the top of that watchtower is a fucking genius and just like is probably confessing to the person he loves and Hayasaka just overhearing this being like, oh my god, 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 I am not in control, I don't know what to do, is this actually happening, is he confessing, is she confessing, are they kissing, are they doing something, what is going, like, that whole bit is yeah. so perfect, this whole show, this season, I, I, I can gush, I can gush, I can gush, I can gush about this fucking show for hours, I really can. And I just, I know we have to get on. And I don't want to. 
go fucking watch this show. I spoiled it. If you have not watched it, go fucking watch it. It it doesn't matter that I spoiled the plot point because the comedy in this show is bar none some of the best written comedy out there right now. Just go watch it. That you you can I would say that the dub has the better comedy than the sub. But the sub still is very substantially great comedy. Mm-hmm. The dub is just a trolley version of the comedy, while the sub is like, this is just pure comedy. Go watch the show. Just just fucking go watch the show. This, this season was, by all means, like a 9.5 out of 10 to a 10. Like, th- there's no way to say that this wasn't. And while we're recording this, for all of you who are curious... This is the number one rated show on my anime list. This is now number one over my uh, my uh, my chemical bromance. Um, fucking... <laughs> my chemical bromance. That's my, my new. Bromance. That's my new cover uh, band. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. God damn it! This is this is at the number one spot. This is point oh three better. Than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which has been in the number one spot for God knows how fucking long. Years. years that's and how years. good. That's how good this fucking show is. Go watch the show. It is great. Please round us out with some Spy Family. I've been talking for so fucking long. Oh, I was just going to finish it off by saying it's the only show this season that I'd give a 10 out of 10. And then now we'll go into Spy Family. Yeah. Spy give Family is superb it's great it is it is mm-hmm. it i think we've said it time and time again that it is probably now in our list of shows that we would introduce new anime watchers to which that list is mm-hmm. already you know it's cowboy bebop uh you could put in full metal alchemist brotherhood you can throw in i mean and for me i think crazy outrageous would be like kill a kill or something like that just to be like here's a crazy outrageous one if you just want something else um, I would do little fan service. I would do Gurren Logan before I do Kill a Kill because I mean, of the fan service. My heart says fully coolly, but that's also that's just pure utter like you. You'd have to. You could watch that so, show sober, drunk, or high, and you <laughs> would still get about the same out of which, it, no matter which what I feel state like, of mind you'd be in. I feel like that's a reason why you'd introduce someone to it. Could be like this is what an anime could be like too, but I think it's very clear now. Spy Family is absolutely cemented itself in that list of being like a here's an introductory anime because it has all the elements you want in an anime you've got an incredible full alive world that they're they're set in you have intriguing intricate and funny characters that you can at times relate to and you've got you know the important side character as well you've got a very easy to follow plot in that he's a spy Lloyd is a spy. Yor is an assassin. The kid is a telepath. There's a lot of hijinks they're going to get up to, but the main mission is that he has to infiltrate this country and stop a potential future war from occurring by basically confronting this one dude that's in charge of this radical party. Easy. Not, and, nothing crazy, and right? he's a recluse and only goes to school events for right. his children. That's... Right. And then you have... Which, which begs the question, how does this man communicate with anybody or get anything done? Uh, soup cans to a string. Um, he, and then you have the, the last bit of elements that you need in anime, which is you need comedy. You need some sort of like additional layer of like either action, suspense, drama, mystery, whatever. 
And then you have to have your serious and emotional feely feely parts too. You need oh, to have all three. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's Spy Family. I mean, uh, the show hits on every single thing I've just said. And yet it doesn't feel like an old hat. It doesn't feel like it's just a carbon copy of other anime out there. It feels new, fresh, exciting, and it is an utter joy to watch, not to mention the fact that it is beautifully animated by Clover and Wit. So kudos to those two studios as well. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a pure joy week in and week out to watch. My and, one and single... The, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say was on the Dodgeball episode... The dodgeball episode is probably one of the best episodes in anime of all fucking time. I, I had to pause with that episode. How funny, with how funny that episode is, it is one of the best episodes of TV out there. I had to pause the episode numerous times because I was laughing too hard and I couldn't follow along with the subtitles. It, like I had to go and pause it's, and rewind. It was so it was superb. However, dodgeball episode yep. included this show. This this core. I will say, does not get my full 10 out of 10 for one sole reason in that they they did a choppy, weird ending bit. And I, yeah. I'm not going to go like nerd glasses on in deep detail into the source material and how it didn't follow the plot of the source material and the progression. But just in terms of like the show, and granted, yes, it is core the first core of season one the second core will come out in october so it's not a complete season yet i get it i understand for all of you that are about to go Witch. pitchforks torches outside of detroit wit and cloverworks will be back to do season two like it's not yeah. just going to be one or the other it's going to be both of them again so that we are going to get that quality back yep yeah, I mean, it's it's basically just they're taking a break for one season. It's uh, it would it's twenty five episodes. They're taking a small break before the second core, which is going to be thirteen. But looking at this first core, why did you end this first part on a weird episode when you had a cliffhanger that you just threw away in episode eleven, like it. <sighs> That's like the, my one gripe. Now, granted, I love the aquarium episode. It was hilarious to read in the source material. I, I can't, couldn't wait for it to be animated because I'm a big aquarium person. I love aquatic life and seeing all of the, the fish and stuff and the penguins. It made my heart skip a beat. Granted, there wasn't a lot of scenes with for it. you. Oh, boy. What? Did you ever finish Aquatope? No, I knew you were going to ask that, but I haven't. Leave me alone. That's also <laughs> very long, too. It's 24 episodes, too. I haven't had the chance. Stop. You were uh, watching it. We I doing? know, happened, buddy. <laughs> I know. I, it's on my list. It's at the top of my list. Uh, quick plug, too. They have a figure that I want to buy really bad, but it's about three hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, if you want to look at it, go to like Crunchyroll or Right Stuff. Is it, is it stuff. the Yordi one? No, it's the Aquatope one, where it's like the two characters. Oh, the like, Aquatope floating. one. Sorry, I yeah, thought you were the... talking about. I thought you were talking about Spy Family. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. the Aquatope one is absolutely no. gorgeous. Yeah. Um, okay, but I digress. The episode, the last episode was great, but why did you throw away your juicy cliffhanger for the the episode before the last episode with a potential character or maybe someone that we're going to see again in the near future in... Uh, I mean, you're all confirming it. 
Well, I mean, it's not it's not hard to see. Basically, there's because they introduce like the, the what's going to happen in the events. They're like, oh, these bad guys at the end of the eleventh episode are like, oh. We have got a client. These rambunctious kids are going to use these dogs as bombs. Lol, that's going to be crazy. And then they like pan up to this one particular dog who has a fucking vision of Lloyd, Yor, and Anya together. And you're like, what's that all about? And then it ends. And you're like, ooh, cool. This will be fun. And then next episode is, I'm taking my family to the aquarium so I can show my neighbors that I'm a good dad. And I'm like... Wow. What a cock tease. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But I'm like, what a cock tease. Wow. Like, now, not only are you leaving just the anime watchers to be like, what happened to that other, I don't know, whatever, they'll get to it. You have the the other people that are reading being like, what an awkward way to end the first core. Like, I know what's going to happen next, but, like, what a weird, like, think- tempo change. Like, I just... Threw me for a loop. You, when you, when you point it out to people, I think they may think that. But I think because of how delightful this show is, nobody's gonna give it a second thought. They'll be like, it'll be in the back of their mind, like, oh yeah, I remember this dog. Yeah. No, I know. But, I get. I get that. I get that. It's just. But like, it, it just felt weird it, and choppy at the end. That's all I'm gonna say. It did. It did. It did. When you point it out, it does. It absolutely hundred percent does. Why would you? Why would you do that? But at the same time, like. My biggest gripe with the last episode isn't the fact that they went out of order. It was the fact that they spent the first five minutes as like a recap as to what the show is, as if I'd never watched yeah. episodes one through 11. It's like, why? Why? I, I, they, you don't need this. I would I also say, too, the last part I'll be nitpicky about, um, and I'm being nitpicky because hey, I, I, tr- I, tr- <laughs> I don't want to be. <laughs> no. Don't make you're me. You're me. You're me. You're no. nitpicking. Oh, nitpicker. I don't want. Don't. Mm. Um. Anyway. Pick that. Pick that. Yeah. Pick it. I don't want to. Pick it. Um. I. It also just felt. And again, like maybe I'm just being too cynical or whatever. Critical of the show. It's just again. Imagine. It's because I love it. But. The way that the last episode ends, too, it just ends on, like, this weird note of, like, okay, like, we wrapped up the aquarium. Everything's good. I'm a good dad. We've got the penguin. Uh, we go on a penguin adventure, and then it just sort of ends, and they're like, Anya Anya went and got candy at the candy store, and then it ends. And I'm like, what a... what." Like, totally different from the other episodes' endings. Like, it seemed like there was something wrapping up. It seemed like there was, like, at least a bit of continuation into the next episode. This one just kind of felt like it just halted. It was like a, like a emergency break, stop, don't go any further. Like, I don't know. It, I, it didn't feel right. Yeah. I think you could watch uh, episode 12 and 11 interchangeably and it'd still be fine. Like it, it by no means was it horrible. Did it ruin no. the season? No, no, but it, it did feel disjointed a little bit when you pointed out like that. And it does like, I'll a hundred percent give it to you. But I think at the end of the day, it is, that is just the most minor of minor nitpicks. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, we'll, we'll get core two starting October. There's already a trailer out for Core 2 if you haven't seen it. 
I'll link it to you. I'll link it to you. It's it's great. It does not go over what the fuck Core 2 is going to be about, oh, which well I then, love. Never mind. Fuck that. I, <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious because it, it, it gives you like this intense sequence of what Core 2 is going to be like. And it's nothing like that. Like we, <laughs> I'm going to give you one word. It's not going to spoil anything. Core 2 is going to be about or not tor- not not core 2 is going to be about the trailer give you one word yeah, yeah one word no 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 not about the trailer outside of the trailer core 2 if you if you don't want spoilers just fast forward it like 5 10 seconds from now tennis <laughs> that's all i'm going to give you you mean the game core grumps joke tennis great. sure you mean switch sports tennis switch sports oh anywho what I cannot friendship wait ruiner. for Core Two, and and I we so a little behind the scenes. We actually recorded an, a Baca and Co episode on Spy Family, but we took it down and we're going to re-record it. But one of the things we talked about in uh, in that is just actually I completely forgot my train of thought just went out my asshole, and I don't know. I, what I'm going to continue. About I'm, I'll continue it for you because we'll tie it in. We were we were discussing. Um, if we would already give Spy Family oh, the anime yes. of the year, thank you. Um, and it, which thank is you. which is very relevant now, seeing as how Kagawa Sama has just stolen my anime list top spot, which would indicate to many like, oh, this has anime of the year locked down. Um, yeah, we were talking about it, and my my first reaction was just to say no, absolutely not, because we have got a second core. I I have high expectations. I don't have any doubt that they're going to knock it out of the park, but you have to give. You know, you you don't want to basically discredit what they're doing with the show by automatically giving them the bid. Like you want to make them prove that they've earned it, and all signs point to they they've got a strong running in in the works for anime of the year. But they've got to lock it down. They've if they've got to basically hit on all the points that they did in the first season. If and then do better too. So, yeah. I mean, there's not really much they can do better. I mean, the animation in this season was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, no, I the, mean, there's, I there's comedy very was few. Top-notch. Like, yeah, there's very few things that they really need to improve upon. It's, I would say, yeah, the disjointedness of the last two episodes probably would just pull it back. But I feel like with how we know that Core 2 is going to go, it's almost impossible to do that. Right. Because it's it's just it is what it is um and that's for those of you who know you know but for those of you who don't know we won't spoil it um but core 2 will definitely have a better wrapped up ending than core 1 did yeah so um yeah i definitely think spy family 9.5 to a 10 i it's, it, you can make an argument for either or i mean the disjointedness brings it down that 0.5 but at the same time both episodes were a fucking delight that I don't really care that could bring it up to a 10. So it's just yeah. one of those things. It's just any given day. It could be either or um, the last bit that I want to go into for this episode. And then we can wrap us up and uh, kind of do our promo for next week. What would you give this season as a whole? What letter grade? I thought about this hard earlier because I, I wanted to give an accurate answer that reflected my opinion. I think- of all the I think shows. both of us gave gave Winter a C plus. Yeah, like a C plus, B minus. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, truthfully, I, w- I would give this season uh, a strong B plus or A minus. I think all of the shows that we thought we were going to do well have done exceedingly well or about where we're at, kind of looking at you, Comey. Um, and the shows that we were like, let's give it a shot. Let's see what, what they've got in store. Bl- at least for me, blew me out of the water. I mean, Daimon yeah. alone ha- has that lockdown. Oni Pond, as you've stated numerous times, is just a joy to watch. You you have your boy Kong Ming. Um, you know, Birdie Wing was you still need, a delight. You need to watch it. No, With, because no, I know. of how such of a weird at like week this is gonna be because not everything is gonna start this week. Yeah. Just fucking watch it this week. No, I I, I plan to to knock it out this week because I, I do want to watch it. it. It everything that you've said has made me more and more interested. Um but it's, I think it's a joy. I think those alone, because the reason why we gave winners so bad was because the shows that were supposed to be good just weren't that good or just downright garbage. Right. They were fine. Fine to just. eh. Yeah. But this season has been all the shows that we were hopeful for. Great. And all the shows that we took a chance on even better, like could not have asked for better shows. I mean, Tomodachi game aside, I'm going to solidly give this one an a minus. Um, I, I would err on B plus, but I would probably give this one an A minus. The only one show that I think we were both disappointed about was Aharansan. I yeah. think we both really set our hearts on that to be the new comedy of the season, and it just fell fucking flat on its face. Yeah. And that's such a disappointment. That was the only disappointment we really had on this season. Like, everything else lived up to the hype or exceeded expectations. Which is why I would definitely give it an A minus. That one show is the only show, in my opinion, that really kind of fell flat. Yeah. And like of the other two shows that I dropped personally, I had zero expectations for. I didn't like season one of Shield Hero. I again, I gave it a seven. I it frustrated the ever living shit out of me, but everybody loved it. So I was like, cool. There's got to be something here. Maybe season two will make it feel better. It just didn't. Mm. It really didn't to me. So, like, I had no problems dropping that and just nixing that from any of the rankings that I had for this A minus. Ahran Sun was the one disappointment. Fanfare of adolescence. I just watched to see how bad the three horses were. So that's it. Yeah. Um, like, there are still shows that I actually want to go back and watch from this season that we didn't. Um, there was the. Show on Crunchyroll that was like the Power Ranger show where the Power Ranger and the evil villain is it fall love in love after with each world other. Domination? Yes, that one. And then there's one more on High Dive, which I'm going to look up real calling. quick. Thank you. And there's actually one more on Netflix that was like a five-episode show. It was the Vampire Show. Oh, yes. That was the wit, like, like just, um, what was what's it called? Original production. Vampire in the Garden. Yes, that's a Wit original production. I want to watch that, that was too. Like, it's a five-episode show on Netflix, and I just never watched it. Well, and like, there are still shows out there from the season that I really want to watch that I'm just like, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I haven't really heard and it. And not to about. open up the wounds, we still have Summertime Rendering, too. Like, Oh, God, fuck you, Disney. Yeah. Like, you do so much good, but also so much fucking bad. Well, they have fuck to like, you, balance Disney. the bad with the good. <laughs> Disney, just 
I'm I'm legitimately because this week is such a weird week. I'm going to set the fucking high seas for this show because there are fan dubs out there. There are fan dubs for the show, and like. I don't know if I said it on this or if I said it on the Spy Family episode that we were pulling. Fucking summertime rendering the past two weeks has been uh, after, maybe not this week, but the past two weeks has been the number one watched anime yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is one of those shows that, like, has flown so fucking far under the radar because Disney Plus put it in jail and was like, gonna hold on to this we want to see how it does or fuck over everybody else (laughs) yeah i it like if you go back and listen to our spring preview i was so hyped i got everybody else that was on the podcast with us so hyped for the show and disney fucked us in the mechanical asshole they did it just did right in the mechanical asshole right up that gear no lube no nothing they just went in raw and they it made you like it yep it still hurts why i hate that you brought that up because i completely forgot about it the wine made me forget about it sorry Um, but you know what but that just goes to show to to just to wrap it up that just goes to show that there are a lot of the shows that we haven't watched haven't talked about that are on top of people's lists that we're going to go back and watch. And I think that just encapsulates spring as a whole, that this was a superb season and couldn't have asked for anything better. Absolutely. hundred percent agree. Won't argue against that. Um, thank you all for joining us this week. I hope you found a nugget or two of shows or information that you'll take and you'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I do want to watch that. Or, you know, I'll go revisit this show that I'd maybe heard of, but wrote off, whatever. We will be back next week. We will be back with a brand new format for the show. I am very excited for this. I know, Tyler, you're also very excited for this. We will not just be talking about the shows that we are watching for summer. We are also going to be talking about the news that is coming out week in, week out. So anything from announcements to new dates to, hey, this is getting maybe like a live action or, hey, like just anything and everything in the anime industry we are going to be talking about now because like i feel like that is much more of a conversation uh turner than it is just talking and gushing about the same shows week in week out yep um and we're not going to just limit it to anime we probably will talk a little bit about manga that are coming out like the fact that chainsaw man's part two the manga starts in july shh don't tell the people that that's our main topic for next week. Oh, oh my goodness. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't have it I'm written kidding. down. I'm kidding. I don't, yeah. I didn't but yeah, but we, you, we just, we enjoy talking about the anime, but there's so many, so much news and so many updates that just involve like this medium and like, I want to talk too. about how high dive is just fucking taking it to Crunchyroll next season. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, while Crunchyroll does have a good amount of shows next season, which go watch our last week's episode about summer 2022 preview, High Dive is getting so many shows, and you need to take High Dive seriously. But on the other hand, High Dive, update your fucking shit. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. yeah. It, like, it, High Dive, you're. It feels you're like you're going back to like the age. Windows XP media player. It's um high dive is like peacock. Peacock is just shit. 
and so is High Dive. Their apps are comparable. It's really bad. Just, but the moral of the story is High Dive's got the shows that you need to take it seriously. And that's the things we want to discuss, and that's what we are going to start doing next week. So we will be back next Tuesday because next Monday is a holiday that I'm sure you have plans. I don't necessarily have plans right now, but I'm probably going to workshop some sort of plans. So we will be back next Tuesday, July 5th. So until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Baka! Baka na no.